The following is a presentation of the Boston Podcast Network. Podcasting is a great way for professionals to tell their story. Find out how you can get started at pod617.com. Are you ready? From the Pod 617 Studios in Westwood, Massachusetts, it's the Boston Podcast with David Yaz and a rotating cast of characters from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. This is our f***ing Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, all the ships at sea, lovers, muggers, and thieves. Welcome to the Boston Podcast. My name is Dave. If you like this podcast, please follow us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your pods. And if you'd like your own podcast, go to pod617.com to get started. It's the Boston Podcast Network. We produce podcasts out of our Westwood Mass studios, but also remotely. You could be anywhere in the world. We'll send you a quality microphone and get you set up. Pod617.com, Boston Podcast Network, and Pod We Trust. Enough plugging, though. This is the podcast where we tell the stories of your city through the voices of your city. I can think of no better example than my guest today. This is exciting. She is one of the most accomplished chefs on the planet Earth, for my money. It is Chef Barbara Lynch. Here she is in the virtual studios. And Chef Barbara Lynch, how are you? I'm good. I'm so good. I'm, I'm I'm tired. I probably look like crap, but I'm happy. <laughs> this is an audio podcast only, Barbara. So I think you look lovely, but I can see you. The listeners can't. So you... oh, thank the fucking Lord. <laughs> By the way, you're also allowed to swear. It's a podcast. So all good. So but if you don't know the name Barbara Lynch, then where the hell have you been for the last few decades? But she is a native of South Boston. She is one of the most notable accomplished chefs, has, has opened restaurants in Boston, including Number 9 Park. She has written books. She's worked with some of the most elite chefs. And she has a new restaurant coming soon called Rudder. The, I'm sorry, The Rudder. Right, Barbara? Up in Gloucester. Yeah, The Rudder. So, and is this, was this a, an institution prior or it was just the building an institution? Tell me about the rudder. The rudder is so iconic. I had no idea. I had no idea it was this iconic. The original owner was Evie Parsons and mm-hmm. she ran it. She ran the rudder, gosh, almost 25 years, mm-hmm. 30. And it was the place to be. And so basically where the rudder is located, it's in Rocky Neck in Gloucester, Mass. Mm-hmm. And it was the P-Town before Provincetown was Provincetown. So Rocky Neck was like the tea party, but a big one. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then the, and then it just changed. And I can't tell you, like, there's no way I would ever change the name at all. The mm-hmm. rudder is, it's just, people remember it. So that's an institution. Yes, it's iconic. It's an institution. Mm-hmm. I'm just changing. I'm just cleaning it up, and we're not even like buying new tables. We're not going to glamorize it because, because like Gloucester's real. Yeah. It's just so, it's about value for me. And like, you know, great cocktails, great food, and simplicity is the key. You have some and of the. The restaurants you've run in the past, Number 9 Park, Drink, which I, I attended Drink many a time when I used to work in Boston. Fantastic place. But you, some of these are pretty fancy. Is the rudder going to be a little bit more oh. homey? What's it going to be like? It's going to be warm. Warm, okay. 
going to be warm and sort of like, so we, we kind of like, you know, when you say peel away the onion, the mm-hmm. layers, mm-hmm. right? We just took down ivy. We, it was really dark black and I went with like a marine blue. I'm very, actually, I'm very Wes Anderson style. Do you, do you like Wes Anderson? I love Wes Anderson. Okay, good. <laughs> Cause it's like life aquatic. You know what I mean? Yes. Oh, that's my and that's my favorite Wes Anderson movie. Uh, so here we go. Here we go. So I'm thinking eclectic, colorful, a little offbeat. Is that what we're talking about? Fucking definitely okay. offbeat for sure. <laughs> that's great. Oh, it's, it's another reason for me to go. I mean, I was going to come just for the food, but if if it feels like you're walking into a Wes Anderson movie, then I'm I'm all in. You? Yeah, we're we're doing it, and like to the point where like. They'll, my neighbors are incredible. So I have uh, Joe Print. I, I his he he does the fish prints. Mm-hmm. Like he does the it's a ancient sort of ink art from Japan. So the three big tuna boats are right here. That's my neighbor too. You know, mm-hmm. Wicked Tuna, the Wicked Tuna Boys. Oh yeah, sure. And so it's just incredible to see a woman come and deliver these tuna tails to Joe print. Mm-hmm. And then he'll print the tuna on multiple different surfaces. And, but yet he'll, he'll, then he'll just like draw maps and stuff like that. And he's, he's, so that's, he's incredible and incredibly like famous. And mm-hmm. so that's cool. Yes. And then there's another artist right next door, Stefan and his girlfriend, Heather, I mean, we actually have a book swap up here just between those two artists <laughs> this, and the, this other guy, Mark, who has a boat here at the slip. I have, I have six slips. And so he docks in the summer. Mm. And I know him, you know, from Boston from a long time ago. He's in marketing and branding. And we want to learn how to cook. I'll give them books called like books they've never seen Mm. at all. Mm -hmm. These are professional books. And there's two I would recommend. One is called American Seafood. Mm -hmm. But his name is Barton. And I don't know. I I can't remember the last name. We'll look that up. Yeah. And it's, oh my God. It just becomes full circle because I was, somebody sent me that book, a friend of mine, Chip Cohen. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you have to read this book because it's everything you want to do. It's like, because oh, I keep on talking about whiting and cuttlefish and, you know, and he's like, oh my God, that was Barton, everything that Costa was. Barton Seaver, right? Yes, yes, yep. yes. American Seafood, a book for foodies, anglers, cooks. And history books. Yeah. It's uh, interesting you bring up books because most chefs, when they when you sort of read their their bio and you read the headlines, it's about their accomplishments and everything. You you talk about how food is about is about storytelling. That's sort of the the, the chief in your mission is to, is storytelling being at one with food. What why is that? Tell us about that. Well. I mean, maybe it's more of a memory or a sense of memory in place, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like, which, okay, is somewhat nurturing. It's nurturing, right? Mm-hmm. If you know, like, if I ever cooked what I like to eat every day, I would not have restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> 
Why? <laughs> what, 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 what? that's been in my car or, you know, <laughs> like I get sandwiches from Virgilio's on road trips and we'll put them under our mattress if I have to. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like that's, if I cooked what I would eat every day, like my mother's tuna for sandwiches yeah. every friggin' day if I could. But that's not what I'm going to feed that's not that's not that's not what's going to make me me or what I really like is the success of a community coming together and and sticking by what I I'm I'm original for sure like mm. Boston it was kind of like oh my god I mean as a kid when I told you about stealing the bicycles and you could ride the Gold Coast after a winter and you you get a bike and you ride up to Essex and you go to have clams, fried clams. Right. You're still freezing your ass off, but you're eating oh, just so nice because you're kind of out there in the sun. It's like, and you're having minerals from the ocean. It just makes you feel good. And mm -hmm. cold beer in a plastic cup. Yeah. But Boston or we like South Boston never had an oyster bar. You had to go to Faneuil Hall mm -hmm. for oysters. And uh, why shouldn't every neighborhood have an oyster bar? I don't have the answer to that. I think the answer should be I yes. I know, but do sure. you see what I'm saying? Yes, no. Why does it have to be so? And who's our urban planners these days? You know, because we could be, God, we could change the world and I can't wait. I think. I have to get on some sort of an urban planning thing, I think. <laughs> I think I know what you're saying, though, because when, when you ask most people what their best, you know, the best pizza they ever had or the best steak they ever had or anything like that. It's usually, there's usually a story attached to it. You know, you know oh my God, summer of 79, you know, the, the lobster roll I had in Hyannis was just the best thing I ever tasted. And um, so that is cool, by the way, but I know that makes, when you hear stuff like that, when I hear people, oh my God, we got engaged at number nine. Oh my God, the prune mm. yonky. I mean, that makes my like year, you mm. know, it makes me better person it makes me challenged it makes me want to say less is fucking more as this world gets tougher and tougher to succeed in i mean i'm pretty sure you're not going to see flowers and fancy shit like montan <laughs> is relay and chateau that's one thing but i'm pretty sure we're not going to have those tasting menus much longer it isn't about the caviar mm. But it is about your time these days. And I think people are very weary about being out longer than an hour or two, two and a half. And yeah. gas price. You know what I mean? Oh, it, yeah. Everything's changing. Yeah. Everything. And nobody has the balls to say, put the fucking brakes on it. Mm. Like, do you think there's a developer that had the balls in Boston to say, like, listen, I'm going to make these restaurant, independent restaurants awesome. You know yeah. what? I'm going to, you know. Nobody can say like, oh, I'll just charge them one hundred and ten dollars a square foot versus like I don't know nine hundred. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. No one, and 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 they're the ones that get the tax breaks. And I'm really don't hold me to this, but I I, I think what happened to the creative class, and mm. that's a really great book to to read. Where, what happened to the creative class or where did the creative class go? Because mm -hmm. I swear as a kid, when I saw those like ads for Pottery Barn, The Gap and Banana Republic, mm. 
I was like, oh my God, we're going to be such a beige. We're yeah. fucking beige. We're going to be in a beige world. <laughs> yeah. It was beige and blue. Well, not- oh my God. It was very beige. Yeah. We were, t- <laughs> well, we were talking before we started recording about sort of automation and the roboticization or whatever the word is, the robots <laughs> taking over our society. And, I take it you can you would be a champion of the resistance there because you you, you don't want you, you don't want your clam chowder made by a robot, do you? Well, you know what? It's not even fucking made by a robot. Put it that way. Mm-hmm. Somebody's producing it, but it is a machine which pulverizes it, has to have sodium in it, has to have dipped in like a peroxide solution. I have a food product of that is the most healthiest food product on the fucking planet and i just need to get it going it's called I, i'll send you photos did i send you those yet <laughs> i don't think so <laughs> oh my god well, but what are, called, what are we talking about yeah go ahead it's called made by barbara lynch made made m-a m-a-d-e m-a-d right okay yep um it's dehydrated do you know what dehydrated is well i think that means you've taken the water out of it exactly okay which is the safest way to preserve food. Okay. Mean, meaning let, no chance of botulism, period. Okay. Important. It's a product that will last 100 years. But what, okay, so what is it though? It's a fucking, it, okay, so I dehydrate vegetables. Okay, okay, so I'm, I'm, that's what I'm asking. What kind of foods are in the these line of products? Oh, yeah, no, I'm not into like the proteins and the beef jerky part. I'm okay. into, it's like, okay, there's a mushroom pack, for instance, or mm, okay. there's a summer vegetables. Like, so say if you travel a lot, mm-hmm. or maybe you have multiple homes, right? Mm-hmm. And you didn't go grocery shopping, but you could still make an incredible soup. All you do is yep. reconstitute it. You can't saute it. Mm. So there is a science. It's not like you're going to come home, get the vegetables, and saute them. You have to reconstitute by some sort of liquid or vinegar or something like that. Mm. Okay. I like it. This is like in the one of the Back to the Future movies. In the future, <laughs> they imagined the, the hydrator. You would have a little thing that you add water and it turns into a pizza. So I, I understand it's not quite that, but, you know... <laughs> I was in the, did I tell you that I loved the Jetsons growing up? <laughs> well, who didn't? Who didn't? I want to know where my flying car is, though. Those looked like so much fun. I know. I used to try to get my, like, I used to steal a shopping cart. You know, I, I was a crazy kid. We had, I have, I still have all my friends, like, my gang of 28 from Sophie. Mm-hmm. And we used to steal, like, the, the, you know, like, the grocery cart. Mm-hmm. And then I'd decorate it with cardboard boxes and then would try to like steal a motor to get it going faster. I don't know. You know, I think, like I said, I'm a curious kid, but I also feel like I was thinking about, you know, pretty soon. I think why I wanted to cook was because I wanted to cook before we start to eat a pill mm. that is like going to taste like a ribeye. Do you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Okay. That's the the Willy Wonka everlasting gobstopper. Yeah. Yes. Um. So, but when I started this dehydration project, I had a, a produce store in the South End, 
called Plum Produce. Mm-hmm. So I just really didn't, I did shitty homework, you know, I didn't realize that it, it was very sort of like too urban. People don't really cook unless it's the weekend. I just felt like, oh, here, butcher shop produce. But then you're, you're kind of squashed out with one-stop shopping and parking like a Whole Foods, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, you before we started talking, you, you did mention about how you and your friends used to steal bikes to get around town. And uh, yeah, I don't, stealing a bike is pretty much a victimless crime. So I forgive you. But in your in in our research here, we, we there's a report that when you were 13, you actually stole a, an MBTA bus. Is that true? Yeah. It is. Yeah. What was that? Oh, my all God. <laughs> How'd you find that? You found that? Yeah, the, inter- find that? the internet is a scary place. You can find anything. Yes. Well, brother, that. Yeah, I was an idol at, you know, so I used to hook school. I, I'm like, geez, I got bust. So I went to Madison Park High in Roxbury. Mm-hmm. And all my friends went to like Monsignor Ryan or Cardinal Cushion. Mm-hmm. Southwest Cardinal Cushion. So I would hook school at, after my cooking, my home ec class. And after my, my first, I had ga- Gaelic. They were teaching Gaelic. Can you believe it? Mm, no, I, I, no, I can't imagine. That's crazy. So I trust me, they were, but that didn't last very long. And so, so you don't remember your Gaelic? No, but I have good accents. I could get there. Oh. The, the other thing is, I wanted to be a CIA agent. Even <laughs> how do I know you're? How do I know you're not, Barbara? All right, but you, you're. But answer the question. How'd you? Why'd you get on the bus? Oh, because it was like idling and I was fucking bored, probably. I mean, I was a kid. I was 13. Yeah. yeah. Right? And I was always the kid who, I I don't know, I maybe always did risky things or I was always the, the friend that made, made my friends laugh so much. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I mean, wet your pants laugh. Like, <laughs> I, 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 my mother freaking, I don't know what the hell she did. She probably took some sort of sewing class. Mm-hmm. It decided to make me a terry cloth bathing suit. So if you go in the water, mm. when you come out, you're like big sponge, and it looks like oh, <laughs> my friends were laughing so much. I was like, you know, when you're embarrassed, but yet you're like, let's make fun of it. And you then gotta, so you I gotta took, own it. Yeah, you gotta own it. I gotta own it. Yep. And uh, yeah, own it. That's what I'm saying. And. Mm-hmm. I went and I went and grabbed a jellyfish out of the water and I ate it. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Talk about experimental cooking. Yeah. I mean, my mother took fucking seven of us day, seven days a week, threw us in her white Volkswagen rabbit. And we were at Carson Beach every day. So it was like Old Harbor projects and then a lot of O'Connor, like Mary's mom. Like they're all single moms with like mm. seven kids, you know? So we all went to Carson beach and I always had that dream of like, there's a little stand and I, I used to call it the pickle. And I used to say to my younger brother, I'm like, oh, we could have this. This could be the pickle. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. <laughs> so I think I was a dreamer and probably really fucking reckless and crazy, but I took that bus and I didn't get very far. But <laughs> Too bad. I, I got like maybe a quarter of a mile, not even a third, maybe a quarter of a mile. I don't know. Well, stories like that and more, you have so many of them. And I want to tell our listeners that you should be excited that there will be a podcast in the future. And that's how Barbara and I got to talking in the first place. 
But if all if everything goes according to plan, you and Lydia Shire will be the two voices on a new podcast. And tell us what that's going to be like. You before you said well, you're not- I I haven't talked to Lyd the kid yet, but oh, okay. definitely she's like the weekly girl. You know, like mm-hmm. when her and I cook, oh gosh, she's the master. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, it, it, we could still chat like this, right? Zoom on yeah. a podcast like we are. Yes, we can. And she can cook souffle for ten, and I could do a clam bake in a pig's bladder you know so this is gonna be fun stuff store i don't she's my hero and i feel like she's just my hero this woman is amazing Mm. and i adore her i i grew up with like when i first met her lord almighty she was filming something in like the boston common in the swan boat area Mm. and uh, but she had a a duck a plastic big duck from Mm -hmm. chinatown Mm -hmm. and she's like when you're 60 you can do anything you want like i was like that's right i'm gonna fucking i love this woman and she's extremely colorful and we we actually just love each other i mean we like each other we hang out you know what i mean so I had a, a proposed title for the podcast, which 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 it's still we're still in the working phases of this. But my suggestion yeah, was, no, I think we're gonna, I think I'm gonna sign on with. We're gonna do this, you yeah. know. We're gonna do this. Well, we'll talk about that off off the air here. But and I'm I'm delighted, <laughs> but I'm delighted to to do it. That if my suggestion for the title was CWA Chefs with Attitude, but but. That's you know maybe there's something more clever lurking there, but the two but the two you together, I don't know how there's going to be any dead air whatsoever on that podcast. What about there won't like be. the two musketeers? Uh, two, uh, we need some food being okay, running okay. in there. Look at here's another one. Ready? <laughs> okay. Yep. Canals of steel. <laughs> okay, so I get the last part. Canals. Canal is a ball. Oh, okay. Oh, I like it. I like it. No shit, right? That's yeah. exact. I wanted that for my title of my my memoir. But, you know, here we go. Here we go, right? Yeah. Well, no one in America is going to be able to pronounce canals. Right. Well. Oh, but Obam, but Obam Pond can be fucking called that. And you know what I'm saying? There's something wrong here. There is. Not to mention Panera, which is called Panera Bread, which which translated actually means bread bread. Which makes no sense. Right. Yeah. No sense. So and then there's venti and shit. I'm just over oh the it. <laughs> oh the Starbucks. Yeah. Forget forget about that. Yeah. Terrible. We're gonna play a quick round of burning questions now, where we'll fire some questions at Barbara, and no right answers here. But let's let's go into this segment called Burning Questions. Just one more thing. I have a riddle for you. Answer the question. All right. Madam Chef, in no particular oh. in no particular order, what do you put on your hamburger? Oh, shit tons of mayonnaise and extra cheese, and <laughs> pretty much it. Okay, mayos, mayos, that's bold. What you go? Oh, wait, wait, but then I have a ketchup. I dip it in ketchup. Like I don't like the ketchup on the bun, but I like to dip it in the ketchup. I'm a dip. I'm a dipper as well. I, I but I go Ooh. double. I got I got ketchup on the burger and dipping because you need you need to get a little bit of it on on the bun. You know. Yeah, but most likely it's gonna lot like land on my shirt, so then I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> You're a chef. You're supposed to have food on your shirt. What is your go-to cocktail? A Negroni. Oh, yummy. 
What do you, what's your go-to beverage in the morning? Are you coffee or your tea and how do you take it? No. It's gunpowder green tea, but I take it hot. Nice. And strong. I can't drink coffee. No way. No what, way. What is the, yeah, I don't think you need to. What's, <laughs> what's the, what's the best pizza in the Boston area? You know what? I'm, I'm going to say Mistral. Really? Okay. Because I love I love thin grilled pizza, and there's they have one with mashed potatoes, beef carpaccio, and truffles, truffle oil. Their grilled pizza margarita it reminds me of El Forno's when we were so blessed to have like George and Joanne from El Forno's in Rhode Island when they had that restaurant at Louis Boston. That was the fucking best pizza. Mm, very good. Oh wait, I should have said Figs Pizza because I worked for Todd forever. <laughs> Yeah, Figs Todd English outfit. Though that's outstanding pizza as well. So, but the, we the, came up with that concept together. It was brilliant. It was such a fun project to know that like pizza, pizza is an art for sure. Absolutely, love, love, yeah. love. love I, I make my own pizza. I'm not a, I'm not an expert at all. But that's one of the things you I make enjoy your own making. dough. Do you make your no, own dough? No, I, I, I don't. I don't I, God, I, I'm going to send you a video. It's so fucking easy. Okay. It's so easy. Come on. <laughs> I sh- okay. I should make my own dough. I, I usually buy the pre-made dough and just do the rest. No, no. Let's see. What is, what's the best movie about food? Hmm. Babette's Feast. Babette's Feast. Okay. I've never seen it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to put that on my list. Okay. What are your top ranked side, side dishes for Thanksgiving? Oh, palms rubichon and yes. creamed onions and peas. Oh, pearl onions and peas, and stuffing. My mother's stuffing is the best. Excellent. All right, we'll I will just do one more question. What's the ultimate breakfast sandwich? Whatever I had for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> are you are you a big leftovers person? Oh my god, you have no idea. Yeah. What? We, uh, I'll I'll have to send you a video of my fridge. Last night I cooked like. I'm starting to start retesting recipes. And so I had like five people over mm. and I just did a big tuna ni suave. Mm. And like I said, these guys, I mean, like one didn't have his herring aids in, so, but he's like the top fucking, he was the top herring fisherman here. You know, he had challenger one and challenger two. He's about 80 years old, but they love, they love cooking, you know, and they mm. love the, the books here so i was teaching them how to cook and using duction burners so we did a big tuna niçoise salad and mm. antipasti it was just like a really nice grand adult party five people were, it was just perfect it sounds it sounds like you're living in a wes anderson film with these, these <laughs> cast of cast of characters wandering in and eating your yeah uh, yeah i know i know you know you're screwed when somebody's like you know, like I have a team called Dajak and the one guy's like, oh, so you did, hey, you did time, you know, did you do time? And I'm like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? <laughs> yeah. How long did you I do? Like I am in Wes Anderson meets a uh, witness protection program. <laughs> well, the, you know, that there's still a, a warrant out for your arrest for stealing that bus, Barbara, but it, the statute no. limitations is probably passed on it. No, um, no, I've gotten so much better at like, Plus, I'm a main. I love driving. Mm-hmm. I have like a 1970 Fiat Fifi. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it's adorable, and it goes cool. It's just great car. It's, mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's a sure. real like Tuscan car, yeah. little car. Yeah. 
And uh, my best friend has rally race cars, and I used to rally race. I used to be like the co-pilot for rally race car driving, which really? was kind of insane because I'm dyslexic and the map. Would, it was hard, but it was fun. <laughs> but we would meet each other in like Switzerland, up in the Alps, at, you know that kind of stuff. That's fantastic. Uh, good luck. This uh, yes, this just goes to show you, kids. But when when we get this podcast up and running, there there's, there's so much more where this came from, Barbara. We are. Unfortunately, there is a limited amount of time on this podcast, so we are a little bit up against the clock. Before we go, we're going to play. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Before we go, we're going to play a round of good stuff where both Barbara and I will recommend something good for you to check out. That's your cue, Barbara. She's had all of like seven minutes to prepare for this, so cut her some slack if you don't love it, but you will. Before we do good stuff, I just want to take one minute to remind you what we do here at the Boston Podcast Network. Pod617.com is where you go if you want your own podcast. It's a great way to connect with your friends, your network, those you want to curry favor with, you invite them as guests on your show that you can come to our Westwood studios or just do it remotely. You just give them a link and they'll join you on the show. They'll be amazed. Pod617.com is where you go. The Boston Podcast Network in Pod We Trust. Now let's play a round of good stuff. That's the good stuff. Oh boy. All right, Barbara. Now, you've already shared. I'm just going to show you. Wait, hold on. Okay. Barbara's going to get a visual aid, I think, or something. There she comes. Of course. Okay, so this is like, don't piss mama off. Yes. So. And it cleans the microwave. Okay, so it, it looks like, oh, it's, it looks like an angry, a doll, a plastic doll, and it's an angry young lady, and she's got her. She's not hand, young. Oh, she's not she young. really Okay. Yeah, well, when you piss her off, she blows up, right? And she's so got her hands on her hips. And so, but what does that actually do functionally? You put it in the microwave? You put, it's like you put vinegar and water in here. Mm-hmm. And then you hit the microwave probably like for four minutes mm-hmm. and she'll blow her top. So, <laughs> here, look, look, look. Oh, okay. So, yeah, it's got these, these holes uh-huh. in the top where her hair is. And, well, yeah. If I guess if you had hair plugs, I guess they'd go in. Oh, so it it is called the Angry Mama. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just found it. You can you can buy it on Amazon for for eight bucks. So the Angry yeah. Mama microwave cleaner. That's crazy. It's worse. You know, I I freaking I can't stand it when the microwave is like you know like yeah, it's so, you know it's it so, everywhere. It gets yeah. He it works. It's really good. It is. It's always hard to clean. It's always something that you always put off. So, the, yeah, the angry mom. It makes it fun. All right. Well, that is that is a, a great recommendation. My recommendation for good stuff will be. Well, I wanted to think of my favorite movie about food, and it's not a new movie, but it's it's a terrific one. Have you seen Big Night, Barbara? Does that ring a bell? Of course, I love Big Night. Yeah, of course. So it's from nineteen. So that's so brilliant, right? Yep. It's so friggin' fun. It's so real. And it's the total opposite of Babette's Feast. It's Babette's Feast is completely, you're going to fall in love with us. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what it is, but I'm fascinated with the Dutch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's that's Babette's Feast takes place over yeah. there? Yep. Yes. And uh, she's a female chef, okay? And it's, it's fucking incredible. Mm-hmm. Okay, Big night is my favorite. I did I did a big night at Galleria Italiana. Maybe we can talk about that at some point. Absolutely. I make a timpano. Do you do can we do that together? 
Sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you haven't seen the movie, you can you can see it on Showtime or you can buy it on you know Apple TV for probably for two bucks. But I'm gonna play. Wait. wait. There's another one. Are you still here? <laughs> yeah. I'm. St- yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Oat cuisine. Oat cuisine. Okay. Oat cuisine. He's a female chef for the president of France. Mm, okay. Check that out as well. Brilliant. I'm going to play a little bit of the trailer for Big Night, to, and we, Barbara and I can remind ourselves why we love this movie so much. Is this what I ordered? Yes, that is the risotto. Oh. It's a special recipe that my brother and I bring from Italy. But I get a side of spaghetti with this, right? Why? She likes starch. I don't know. Come on. Here are no meatballs with the spaghetti. They were two brothers who came to America bearing Italy's greatest gift. To eat good food is to be close to God. I'm never sure what that means, but... It's true. <laughs> they have a talent for cooking. <laughs> now, all they need... If you give people time, they learn. This is a restaurant, not a cooking school. ...is a recipe for success. If we don't receive your payment by the end of the month, we will foreclose. What do you mean? Their only hope is a plan. Louis Prima. Louis Prima? He's Prima. I make a call. He's in town next week. You cook for him. Louis Prima is coming. He's not just some guy. So there's your setup for the movie. And you probably remember, Barbara. It's, so, first of all, Stanley Tucci and Tony Shalhoub, both, both of whom have gone on to just great things their, their whole career. They still, you know, in present day, they still look great. They're still like the classiest guys and funny. And uh, they're brothers. And the Tony Shalhoub character is just more of the everything is about the art of cooking. And then the Stanley Tucci character is more about we have to keep the business going. And I remember... At one point, he tries to convince his brother, you know, the risotto takes so long. Can we take off the risotto? And so Tony Shalhoub says, oh, f- fine. Perhaps we can add a hot dog to the menu yeah. instead. <laughs> but it's a sweet I movie. Know, somebody, it, yeah. Oh, God. Somebody, like, dear friend, like, lives here, has lived here. He's like, well, don't you, uh, wish, do you have a cheeseburger? I'm like, go to the fucking <laughs> studio. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> my aunt used to work at Jurgen Park. She's like, "You want a fucking cheeseburger? Go to McDonald's." <laughs> That's probably what she, she told the the customers at Jurgen Park. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so we she have so much to talk about. Absolutely, Mr. absolutely. Okay. Um, so look forward. We look forward to the the podcast. Still unnamed, but we're working on that. And so you can check right. pod six one seven dot com. And I'm sure Barbara will have her website updated. For all things Barbara, go to BarbaraLynch.com. I didn't mention her memoir, Out of Line, A Life of Playing with Fire, which is outstanding. Right? right? So I was going to call it Back Online. Back Online. Back Online? For- Maybe, but did I tell you <laughs> I bought Facebook.com when Facebook came out? Oh, do you still have that? Facebook? Yeah, I got it. Oh, Wow! Now we're gonna have fun. We're gonna have, we're gonna have so, fun. We're gonna have so much fun. We're gonna uh, change it. We're gonna like. We're gonna unite. We're gonna make good things happen, and I'm I'm excited about it. I love it. Thanks for joining me today, Barbara, and to all our listeners out there. Thank you for listening. Again, go to barbaralynch.com for all the info on her and the rudder in Gloucester coming soon. I can't wait to go up there and get some probably fried, fried clams. Probably, You know, I want some, one of everything, Barbara, when I get there. But when you get here, we're going to make pot holders. Okay. I'm going to teach you how to paint before we even... Oh, we're going to start to do things. Oh, I see. Now you're putting me to work. That's what's happening. So I produce podcasts. I, I guess suppose I can paint as well. What the hell? Okay. Once we're again... We're going to bring it all together. Okay. Go, go to pod six one. Right. 
to pod617.com if you want your own show. And on behalf of Barbara, my name is Dave. I'm just a guy from Boston. But if you're not from Boston, you must be the other guy. Have a great day, everybody. Crazy to the cigar, I am fire and